Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. It's Ladies Talk Podcast. Y'all know. That you're here. Sorry. No, you're okay. We're <laughs> so excited, you guys. We're yes. just glad to be here. God is you're so welcome. good. Yes. Amen. Hope you guys have had a lot of fun. Hopefully you got to get your babies out trunk or treating or church fall events or fall festival yes. or candy. whatever. There were a million festivals out there. and me we, and them. <laughs> we, were, we went north, south, east, and west hitting up them festivals. Jesus. And we almost made it through without a hitch, and then the last one, boy, Junior had a meltdown, and we <laughs> had to abort, abort. <laughs> it was the devil bad. didn't like us talking about we we was in the flavorful favor of God. That's what everywhere we went. I'm telling you, parking spots were opening up. Traffic was free. The, the roads were clear. I mean, we're talking three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, Tulsa Hills. The lines no in the traffic. places were short. <laughs> I mean, we were so excited. We're like, yes, man, we're walking in the flavor favor of God. We were so excited, and then we went to uh, it was a Chick Fil A event. Lord Jesus, see, <laughs> and they had this bounce house boy, and Junior went in there, and it started raining, so all these kids were in there with wet feet, with wet socks, and there was a a, a little air ladder for them to climb to come out of the slide, uh-huh. and there were so many kids on that one part. That Junior started to get squished, and then whenever it was his turn to go, he couldn't go because his feet were wet. He couldn't make it up to the top. So then he just gave up and stood at the bottom. So this lady had to have her daughter go in there and get him. And boy, he was not having it. He's oh no, that that little bitty hole. It was an itty bitty hole. Like there wasn't no way I would fit through that thing. And like a cage. Casey's grandma bear runner. Oh, mom! Oh, she was about to. She was about to fight somebody. She's like, I'm about to fight this Mexican guy over here. The father, not the kid. The kid was only doing because the father was letting him do. Mm-hmm, that's right. When I said something to the kid, the father said what? And I said, yeah, the line's over there. I was just correcting him and his kid because apparently they didn't know. <laughs> she anyway, was she was not happy. He didn't like that. The kid just looked at me. Uh-huh. Anyway, so. They walked away. Yeah. They were the bigger people. They walked away. Yeah, she was, she was about ready to throw down right there. And it was in the Jesus. It was actually in the Lowe's parking lot, but it was Chick Fil A's event. But boy, I'll tell you what, it was. It, it was funny, and so we should. I carried Junie through that parking lot, kicking and screaming. Boy, he yeah, was not happy. The whole way to our next, where we went to go see some family real quick, and he was just screaming and screaming. I was like, "Poor buddy, they just ruined his whole day." <laughs> but I think we're so delirious on the way home, we just started laughing. Then we, we did, we're yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was like, pretty yeah, funny. Just laughing. So hopefully, you guys got to make some memories <laughs> with your people because we definitely did. It was sure definitely did. a time. So, um, but God is good. And we're excited to be here today. We're excited to join you guys and hopefully get, bring some encouragement your way for this week. Uh, we're finishing out. I can't even believe this is the last week of October. It's November, guys, in two days. Like, that's bananas. That's crazy. Uh, holidays, holidays, holidays. Lord, help us all. So, we're going to dive into the word. We just want to, um, we're just going to share some verses and just go whatever way God leads us but um you know i know you guys hear us talk about it a lot but today we're just kind of going to talk this is this whole thing is a journey uh yes, right of walking in faith right amen and you never arrive you're right. always right. there's always a place that you're at that's right. 
one of the things uh minister charlene said today the church we went to boy it was so good she said she and she was uh, talking about testimony she said god never intended you she said to be stuck in a place yeah she said but he intended you for for you to pass through it but he said but some of you guys get weary and stop pressing and so you just get stuck and then you get oppressed and you stuck in a place that you were only ever meant to pass through and i'm like oh jesus how many times lord have i got myself stuck because instead of pressing through it god i couldn't do it and i didn't ask for your help i just got stuck And everything that the enemy tried to pile on me just yes, kept piling yes, on me. Yes. And I just felt like, man, Lord, I can't go forward no more in this place I was supposed to pass through. I got stuck in longer than I ever wanted to stay. It's you like know, there's a lights in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when we want to do it ourselves, the flesh, we can't. Yeah. Yeah. And so we just quit. Yeah. But if we just press into God, he would just get us through it. Press into him. Yeah. I'm telling you. So, and I, and I, I was just bringing that up because this, this is a journey yeah. and whether you're taking fast strides or whether you're taking little baby steps, the yeah. thing is forward progression. Make sure mm-hmm. that you're moving forward yeah. in your journey. Don't get stuck in, in where you're at. Don't get stuck being distracted by the world, yes. by what's going on around you, mm-hmm. what's going on in the left and right, what's going on with your family. And then you forget what the main thing is and the main thing yes absolutely he's destined us for these things he's destined us for his glory to bring glory to his name to worship him and that's what it's all about that's where our focus should be so uh today we're going to talk a little bit out of first peter 2 which is really one of my favorite favorite um passages favorite scriptures and uh, we're just going to read a couple verses at a time and we'll break them down. And then whenever we stop, we'll stop. So we'll just go like that. But um, the, these first two, three verses, oh man, they just speak to me so much. And especially in the season that we're in. First um, Peter chapter two, verses one, <clears throat> it says, therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. Mm. We're going to stop right there and break that down a little bit. So good. Um, it says, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. There are things that we know that we do. And then there are deeper things mm-hmm. that we don't realize that we're doing that come up out of us. And I'll just be real and real vulnerable right now. Uh, You know, I am in this season right now where I am being so humbled by God because I I, my cry is God purify my heart because I'm recognizing things in me that I'm like, I don't like that. I do that. And I don't like that. I'm like that. For instance, gossip. I don't like to think of myself as a gossiper. However. A lot of people, when they have stuff to talk about, they come to me and it's not always productive conversation. And sometimes it's venting about another person. And whether you call it venting or not, it ends up being gossip. And I am realizing this and I'm like, "Ooh, Jesus, like help me to check that part of me that it has this need to gossip. And even if I'm not the one bringing it up, if I have an ear for it, I'm still participating right. in it right. and it still becomes that thing. And so I'm learning God, like 
man, what is that? Like, mm-hmm. that's so new. I'm learning these things that I didn't know were in me. Right. You know, are there things that you guys, and think about the season that you're in right now. Like, is there anything that God is showing you that maybe you're like, I don't know if that was in me. Or maybe something you knew was in you that God is like still trying to kind of, all right, come on. You know, is there anything that he's pulling you guys out of or making you aware of? Let me talk about the gossip, first of all. Because, <laughs> you know, the other day I had this incident happen with this guy and I ended up having to get him out of the van. So after I dropped everybody off, I'm like, oh, I, I can't, I'm going to tell, I, I can't wait to just tell Christian then what happened, you know. And then you're, you've already got that thought in your head that mm-hmm. you're going to go tell him about it. Yes. But you don't intend to gossip. But it's a very fine line. You know it's going to turn into gossip. Yeah. Without you actually intended. Yeah. Because I, then I had to, no, I need to share this, keep this with myself. And let's ask, you know, just tell my boss what happened unless I'm asked because I don't want it to turn into something that's not. So the thing is, those thoughts were planted in my head before I even got to anybody to gossip. So I'm already automatically thinking, oh, I can't wait to because that's right. our go-to. Yeah. I can't wait to get there to tell them. I got to tell somebody, yeah. you know. And so that's where those thoughts start. And what direction you go with them and how do they get out of control or not is up to us. Yeah. So um, that's one thing. And then uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure there is, but it takes me a minute to process mm-hmm. that question. So, um, and what about you, Lisa? Uh, I gossip too, but then where do you take it as a gossip of? Okay. You gossiping or as a vent that you need to get off your chest? Why do you tell the difference in some situations like that? Because if you, I, this is what I think. If you have somebody that you go to that is just going to hear you and maybe ask you a few questions mm-hmm. and leave it at that, I think that's the venting, the venting part. But then what if the person you're venting to goes off and tells that gossip? Then it's gossip. Then it's gossip. If you're just sharing it because you got to get off your chest, mm-hmm. if you're if you if somebody can't take it, then we need to take it to God. We need to take it to God anyway before right. we take it to anybody. So I guess that would be my answer there. So I answered it for you and me both. Now go no, <laughs> don't go to somebody else. Go to God. Right. So, but yeah, but that thought is, oh, I can't wait to tell so and so. Oh, they're mm-hmm. gonna be so mad. Wait till they hear this, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then I'm just thinking, really? Because Christian told me about the gossiping thing, and I'm like. Well, then it's just going to be gossiping. So I'm going to have to keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to my boss and them, they said something. And then I said, I just shared with them. Mm-hmm. And I think there was probably a little bit of a gossiping conversation there. Mm-hmm. But then I changed it and was like, well, you know, that's just the way it is. I just can't drive him no more. That's all. Mm-hmm. If he comes back, I can't. And I left it at that. So, but I mean, <laughs> it's hard. And I, and I think really it has to do with like the intent of your heart. Yes, and I when you really intent. start to to dig down to it, you that's where you start to recognize, oh, my intent wasn't good. Right. If your intent was to tell somebody about it, so that way they're aware of the drama and the what's happening, which is usually what drives us to tell people, ooh, like you'll never know what happened right. or guess what happened, you know. Right. Then I think that's the wrong intent, right. you know. Um, if, if, if there's information that needs to be said, um, and you just say the information without adding your opinion, your drama, your extras, all of that, Mm -hmm. I think at times that can be okay to an extent. Um, because again, it's all about the intent of your heart. You know, uh, the Bible says that man looks on outward appearance, but God looks at your heart. And I think it's Holy Spirit that will really help us to evaluate the intent. Like, if I say this, is it going to help somebody or is it going to hurt somebody? Because I was in a situation where uh, we had a manager and there was all these people talking about everything she was doing wrong. 
But to me, in my head, where my previous work experience and everything, I wasn't seeing anything wrong. So now that it, she ended up getting fired from every situation that happened, which I don't even know what was all in the conversations that were had, but I know that everybody was pointing and everybody was adding their opinion to the conversation. So she ended up getting let go. But then now that she's gone, I'm seeing things that she was doing that wasn't correct. It wasn't supposed to be doing a management. But for me to keep, I didn't want to be in the gossip. Mm-hmm. Like, did I really help the situation by keeping my opinion by itself? Or did mm-hmm. I just let it fall into place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I think those are those are the questions that we can ask ourselves and we can ask Holy Spirit. Because, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes we don't know if our silence is helping or hurting or, you know, um, are we not holding people accountable if we don't say anything you know there's a whole bunch of different lines that could fall under but at the end of the day it's really just walking with holy spirit and allowing him to teach us uh what what's in our hearts and again it's not about these people that were it's not even about the people that we're talking about it's about the way we condition ourselves you know i was sharing with a friend about um somebody that i don't really personally like and, um, but, you know, I love on and I minister to and, and I uh, really just allow God to, um, you know, grow that relationship. And I'm open to the relationship, you know, it, I just have my personal opinions. And one of the things that she said to me is she said, well, may it never be said of you that you treated her any different, whether or not you had personal opinions or not. And I think that's what we have to do, even with our personal opinions, is make sure that it's not said of us that we treated anybody any differently, but that we loved well because Jesus loved us well, that we gave grace abundantly because Jesus gave us grace abundantly, that we gave mercy abundantly because Jesus gave us mercy abundantly, and that that would be our legacy, that whether we had an opinion or not, nobody would know it. Because we kept our hearts in check and we kept our hearts right before the Lord. Okay, so so as as we grow in Christ, as we walk on this journey, you know, these are the type of things that, you know, God will show us. The Holy yes. Spirit will show us as we're walking along our way, yes. um, you know, and, and just as we're, we're learning to, to live like him. Um, the scripture says, like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. So you may grow up in your salvation tells us like there's a maturity that comes when you get saved and and it comes with learning, with walking it out, Mm -hmm. learning how to listen to the Holy Spirit, learning how to read your word, be consistent, you know, um, and now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. Um, You know, one of the I heard this, this I'm not going to get too deep on this because I don't want to confuse our listeners because it was a pretty deep message. But he was talking about uh, the spirit of Baal, and Baal was a, is a god that they worship in the Old Testament. They they made um, when Moses went up on the mountain, he took too long, and so the Israelite people and Aaron decided to make this throw in all their gold and make this golden calf and worship. And and a lot of times, and it was the the, the god of Baal, Baal, however you say it. Um, anyways, and. It was talking about what the spirit of Baal looks like. And, and um, basically, the spirit of Baal, it, there's a lot of things that it, it's similar to a church because God, uh, Baal has prophets, you know, like he has a, a congregation and all this stuff. But the thing is, it doesn't glorify Jesus. It glorifies uh, himself. Right. The thing, the point that I want to point out here 
is they were asking these questions and somebody had asked a question that was like a really deep question. And he said, he said, if you got to that point, you're, you're already way too deep. He said, what gets you to the point of where, how do you go from serving God to serving Baal? And the, the, his answer just, oh man, it was so good. He said, if you got to that point, it's too deep. But he said, when you're, you're sitting there and you go, oh, I can pray later. I don't have to pray now. Mm. Or no, you pray right then and there. That's right. Oh, I can read my word later. I don't have to read my word now. Or I can call this person later and talk about God with them later. I don't have to do it now. When you lose that urgency and that immediate response to God and to who he is, that's as simple and as little of steps it takes to take God off of the throne and to make a, to make a, a, a God on another throne, a God of yourself, a God of comfort, a God of everything else. And that was so profound to me because how many times we'll do it later. Yeah. Lord, I don't want to today. I don't want to go to church today. I'll go next week. Mm-hmm. You know, and do you guys see like I, when he said that I got so convicted yeah. Because every day there's something that happens right. and I'm like, oh, that can wait. Oh, yeah, that can wait. Absolutely. And these are things that would build me up for the glory of God, but I'm not even consistent in enough to keep mature in the spirit of Christ because I won't even obey him right. and immediately respond right. to him when I feel this pulling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me right before Nana passed away. I was driving by her in the neighborhood that they lived in, and God told me, go stop and say hi. And I was like, you know what? I'll just wait, and I'll go see her. And then she ended up passing away two days later. And I'm like, God, if I would have just took that time right there and to just stop what I was doing just to go tell her hi and that I loved her, then who knows what could have happened. They could have, to me, I felt like I I lost her, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could, just me being not putting God first and putting everything else, the world behind me. Cause I probably wasn't even doing anything, but going home to go watch TV. Right. And yeah. instead of stopping and just to go show her a little bit of time to just tell her I love her. And that could have, that would have made a difference to me. But so that's on my heart heavy too. And right. I asked the Lord to forgive me because I'm like, Lord, I put something else ahead of you yeah. instead yes. of stopping just to go tell her I loved her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it was Benjamin Franklin that said, don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. It's not yeah. biblical. Mm-hmm. It should be, though. Mm-hmm. It should definitely be biblical. But probably in there somewhere God does say, uh, be obedient. And if you're not being obedient, you're probably putting off tomorrow what he told you right. to who do today. Who knows what you are, who knows where you're setting, missing the point of setting someone free. That's right. Because you're yes. not yes. stepping up and doing what God's telling you to do. Mm-hmm. To do. You're convinced those people being set free. Yeah. yeah. It, it's so true. And I think about all the time, you know, I've heard so many stories about people who've been, like, about to take their life and... God, give me a sign, and the phone rings, or someone knocks yes. on the door, or something. Yes. But then you hear about the statistics of suicide. How many people cried out, and someone wasn't obedient? So that call didn't come, right. or that knock on the door didn't come, yeah. because we were just, oh, I'll do it later. You got, I'll deal with you later. Or, or even in our own hearts, because this is the thing, you know, God, not only working through us to save others, but He has a desire that we're made whole. Yes. And in order to make whole, we have to be open to allowing Holy Spirit to work in our hearts, right. yes. to purify us, to take off these things that this weight and the sin that so easily entangles us. Mm-hmm. We have to 
be open to him doing that. But so many times, that's just so profound to me that that's as simple as it is to take yeah. God off the throne yeah. and to put the God of self on the throne is, oh, I'll just, I'll pray later. Yes, and how do you know God didn't intervene and change things to make you able to be in that position right there to pray for that person? And the example I'll give you is last week when I drove this guy way out into Owasso and he used to believe in God and he's, he's lost his parents and all that so he doesn't believe in them anymore. He said, I believe in him. I just, I'm not there. I don't have a relationship with him. Just not, I'm not a religious guy. No, he's not having it. Mm-hmm. So I just got to share with him and love on him where he was at and just talk to him and encourage him and, you know, talk to him that I believe God is real and he's active in my life. Yeah. And just told him because he thought about taking his life. He's He's been through a lot, and uh, so I just got a chance to encourage him. I said, do you ever pray? And he said, uh, I haven't prayed in years. He said, I don't even know if I believe in prayer. And I said, well, can I just ask you one thing? If if It's not even that you're praying. You're just talking to God, you know, as it starts as a simple talking to right. God. I said, next time when you get down into that low, like you're feeling, or just any time, would you try talking to God? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah. Well, the whole time, I'm driving him out there. And when I get there, a guy pulls up behind us and says, I've been, t- I've been following you for a while. I've already called your boss and said, hey, if you call her, I'll pick him up now. She won't have to drive all the way there. Well, the boss never called me. And I know that was God just intervening because I was ministering to this mm-hmm. guy as we went. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. And so when I get back to the shop... I told my boss, I said, the guy said you were, he called you, you're supposed to call me. He said, yeah, I think I was supposed to call you, but I, uh, I got sidetracked or something. And I'm like, no, no, you weren't supposed to get a hold of me because I was ministering. He's like, you are right. Mm-hmm. My boss said, you are right. So you don't know when God intervenes to yeah. make things happen. So yeah. if you're obedient, then it's going to fall into the will of God. Yeah. But if you're not obedient, what's going to happen? Yeah. So, yeah. But that was a really cool experience it's for me. It's so true. Just for God just to show, see there? You were obedient. See yeah. there, look what I did. Mm-hmm. So you could share God and the love of God with this man who's so yeah. just so distant broken. from God right now. Yeah, and so broken. Yeah, so that's so I true. Just love what God does. It's so powerful. I mean, he he really he he's so strategic, and mm-hmm. that that's part of walking in this journey is learning. Okay, when when he is speaking to respond because God isn't. He's not out of order and he doesn't do things for no reason. You know, he's going to do something for a reason. So whether or not we see the importance of it, it's important to respond to him as he's speaking to us, as he's walking with us and growing in us. Um, Continuing on here in the scriptures, it says, as you come to him, the living stone rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him. You also like living stones are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, mm-hmm. offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Yeah. To me, when I read this, when he's talking about these spiritual sacrifices, because obviously we're not in the Old Testament anymore. Jesus was like the final blood sacrifice, right? So we don't have to do blood sacrifices right. anymore. But to me, it's it's that, that part in the body, to offer your body as a living sacrifice. This means that yeah. I can deny myself that's right, right. My own sinful and fleshly desires that it would through the through the help of Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit 
that these sacrifices would be acceptable to God. That as I'm walking with him, I would grow closer to him as I'm denying myself all these things that are of the world that my flesh wants, but spiritually they do not help me and they can end up hindering me from God. And so, you know, what, let me ask you guys in this season now, let's talk about in this season you're in right now. Is there anything that you know that you should be um, sacrificing or giving up or anything that he has called you to or you currently are sacrificing or giving up? Um, I, I would say for me, uh, again, the, the prayer in my heart right now is purifying my heart. And so um, I am really in this place. Uh, I'll have to tell you, you guys know I, w- I was married. My marriage didn't work out. Um, there's a few guy friends that I have that I talk to and they're just open doors, right? They're just, just in case relationships, right? This is what they are just in case. Right. And God was really dealing with me on that. And he's like, you need to shut these doors. They are not productive for you. They are not helping you. They are not enhancing your walk with God. They are literally keeping you in a place that you do not need to be in. And so that's what I'm asking God, purify my heart, God. These are the things he's showing me. And I'm like, ouch, because I'm like, God, it ain't like, I, you know, I'm just out here sleeping around. God, they're just friends. You know, he's like, nope, shut that door yeah. because it's an open door right. and it's a foothold for the enemy to come that's in right. and for him to use these things against me. And I'm like, who Jesus. And, and literally just this week, he was dealing with me on it. So I'm like, oh, all right, Lord. I got, and, and that's why I've just been, Lord, help me. Give me the strength to do this. Walk me through it. And he has been. He's showing me step by step what I have to do in these next coming months to completely close these doors that he's called me to close. And it's a sacrifice. It's not something I want to do because to me, these are my friends. Like these are people like, hey, they're, you know, they're good to me. We hang out, whatever. But People I convince you, people don't judge me, but at the end of the day, it's not productive. Right. And I'm like, okay, and it's not, it's not, obviously it's not accepting to God or else he wouldn't challenge me to, to close these doors. So that's me. That's what he's dealing on with me right now. So mine is uh, my free time. That's what he's mm-hmm. dealing with now. It's like in the afternoon, I come home and I'm tired and I'm taking that, but we've also been going to the gym, but I also have my show. I watch It's not a bad show and it's okay to watch it. It's mm-hmm. just uh, in the heat of the night. There's no, it's just an entertaining show to me. And uh, he's just dealing with me. The other day I came in and I just sat there. I didn't turn the TV on. And I just sat there. And he just revealed to me this is the way it should be. Because he's talking to me now. And I'm listening to him. And we're communicating. Because nothing else was going on. And so that's what he's showing me in my free time. To give things up. To spend time with God. Mm-hmm. And so when it's quiet and I come home. Because I always say I don't ever have quiet time. Or I can't get... Yeah, I can. Because mm-hmm. I'm here and nobody else is here until 2 o'clock or mm-hmm. when Al comes home for lunch. So I have time to spend with God. So yeah. I, I can't fool myself and say, well, I'm busy. I don't have time. Yeah. Because I do have that time. I choose to take my nap because I feel like I need it. Mm-hmm. But he's teaching me that I can still get plenty of rest mm-hmm. and and work on a relationship with him. And he talks to me in those moments. And so that, that how important it is just to stop and listen to him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we get so busy and caught up. We feel like we're just so busy. I'm so tired because I've been so busy working. And mm-hmm. and then, and then you know, I'm going to have to cook stuff. And we're going to go to the gym. And i got to get the kids and pick Kreesha up. But what about those two and a half, three hours from the time you got off work till 2 o'clock where you're sitting in front of TV watching that TV? And so that just, um, that's one of the things he's really pinged me on um, that, He's trying to teach me to build my relationship, talking to him, communicating, working on my relationship with him instead of letting the world be all my excuse. Right. 
when it shouldn't be, none of that should be an excuse. So, yeah, that's what that's what he's working on me on. So I would have to say free time too because I am a procrastinator yes. and I will put everything above whatever I I have to do. Yeah. But to me and Ray been battling with forgiveness. He. To me, he holds grudges, but you ask for forgiveness too. So how can you sit there and hold grudges for forgiveness or hold a grudge whenever you ask to be forgiven too? So that's one thing God's been showing to me is that you can't hold a grudge, but you expect to be forgiven too. So that's what God is bringing to my attention. Like I do little things too that God forgives me for and molded me to be who I am to be today. So how am I going to hold a grudge on somebody else? That's just hindering my growth from you. Yeah. That, that's so intense and mm-hmm. just just as we're talking I'm, I'm just thinking in in the terms of a relationship isn't it so crazy how the way that we do God like we literally put him on a shelf and pick him up Seriously. when we want to Seriously. and put him back on the shelf and yeah. pick him up yeah okay God I have to do this so come work now come speak now come move now and okay I'm done so let me put that back on until I need you yeah. again right and we completely ignore this. I mean, it, just imagine that you had a partner that did you that way. Like, okay, you know, here we're in it and all of a sudden and then they just gone and they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, it, you know, until they need you again right. or until they want to talk to you again, then they're just, out, you know, like that is not a relationship. That is right. like, that's like a convenience. A, a, yes, convenience. You're doing like sure. the elf on the shelf. Yeah. That, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't he, doesn't he watch you? You don't yeah. know where he's going to be. He's watching them. Mm-hmm. And and when you know he's there, boy, you're being extra good and extra attentive. Look. But when you don't see him or think he's there, you just forget about him and do your business. But he's never left. He's always been there watching you. That's right. That's so. right. And and these things in our heart, you know, we could have already walked so further along if yeah. we would just be consistent in allowing him to work in us yeah. and to listen to us and to talk to him. And, you know, like we were talking about all of these things, unforgiveness and TV and relationships. I think the enemy places them in our in our lives uh, at just as distractions. Yes. And not even the enemy sometimes. I mean, we do it to ourselves. Yes. We like to distract ourselves yes. from the real world. Right. And that's where all of these things come up from our reality. You know, I've heard so many people talking about they have their fantasy books or their movies or their shows or their podcasts or whatever they listen to that takes them out of what they're dealing right. with now into a different imagination. And at the end of the day, you know, these, a lot of these things, not that they're all horrible or bad, but if you're not intentional with God, these things are distracting you from taking that time and building yourself up in God, hearing from him and building on your relationship with God. Yeah. We can blame the enemy, but we are the ones that hinder ourselves. That's right. That's exactly right. But they say that you're giving too much credit whenever to the enemy for saying, Oh, the devil's done worked it again. No, you're giving him too much credit. God save me from that. And that's what you do. You, she was just talking about um, how my mom was just talking about how she heard someone say, you know, like everyone gives credit to Satan, but Satan's not omnipresent like God. That's Satan right. can't be everywhere. He's only in one place. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with, if it's sent by Satan, it's his little foot soldiers. It's not even him. Right. It's his little foot soldiers, you know, working and, and causing chaos and stuff like that. But he's not God. He is not omnipresent. Right. He can't be everywhere all the That's time. Right. So he ain't watching every one of us. You know, all this stuff. He has his little people going out and doing it. His little demons right. going out, you mm-hmm. know, doing what they're supposed to do. It's like you tell a story 
And then as you go on, as it goes on, the next person tells the next, the story gets bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. And that's what the enemy is. Yeah. We're, we're letting him get bigger and bigger and bigger right. and bigger because mm-hmm. we're giving him credit. That's right. And changing, you know, he, oh, it's the enemy, it's the enemy, and bigger and bigger. And, and, and it ain't yeah. even. It's not even him. It ain't right. even. Step on his head. Oh, right. right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, and so, um, yeah, so we're, we're all in this walk with God. And, and I just pray as you're talking, you know, that. Or as we're talking, that you would just ask yourselves, God, like, what is it that's come to distract me from my purpose? Yes. What is it that's come to keep me, um, my head in the sand, so to speak, to where I'm not aware? Mm -hmm. And and this is this is what's so important about it too. When we talk about it's not just for you. Yes, it's for other people on the other side of you, or 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 people who are supposed to be free from your testimonies. But also think about the generations below you. Think about your children and their children and their children. How much stuff had we had to face because people above us never faced it and never dealt with it and never overcame and never broke the generational curses. And so now it all falls on our shoulders and we want to be able to break these generational curses so that way I don't want my kids to go through what I went through. I don't want them to have to fight the battles I've fought. Right. I want to have overcome that already. It's like we talked about today. It's time to start living in the generational blessings. blessings. Yes. yes. They were prayed over us again today. And so I know Jesus. it's our time. It and is. It's come, we've come through it. And now it's time to receive them generational blessings blessings and start living in them. Yeah, it is. It's time to be victorious because that's what God has said that we are. He said that we're victorious. And so many times our vision is so small and he's so big and he's like, y'all don't even, y'all ain't even thinking outside the box. Laughing at us. You know, like, (laughs) I can see you up there shaking. Really, that's all you got. Right. You just came out of church. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've heard a lot of sermons this past week and even today while we were in church, um, you know, because my car is down right now and I was trying to get a new one, and then an issue came up with my car, and I was frustrated about it, and now I'm just like, Lord, what am I going to do about a car? And then over and over and over, I've been hearing this reconfirming word, and then today at at church, they were um, speaking over us that not only are you going to get a car, and it's going to work in your favor, and also they're like, but we see people giving you cars, and not only that, you guys giving cars to other people, and I thought... How small of a mind do we have yeah. that I'm just ex- asking God, Lord, please let me get a good deal on a car right. or whatever. And not only that he has the capability to not only right. give me a car, but give me enough cars that I can give to right. other people. Yes. And I'm yes. like, oh, Lord, expand my vision. Yes. God. Let me see bigger. That's let me right. see bigger, not just confined to my itty bitty right. world, right. but let oh me gosh. see bigger the things yes. that you want to do. Through me, so that way I can get blessings to yes. other people. That's that right. it's not just about me getting a car. It's about me getting a car, so then I can start sowing into other yes. people. Yes. And God making it happen that yeah. way. And we were just... It was so powerful. Just, just God just brings people in your life just to just to show you. Right. That, you know... To open that eye. To expand your thoughts. And That's to right. expand your vision. That's and because right. you're sitting here looking at this little bitty thing here. The little bitty problem. And talk about... <laughs> You know, no, you're about to have a multiple, so, yeah, a car yeah, lot. Yeah. That's right. You know, that's come right, on now. Yeah. Like, it's possible. God, whatever you want to do, right. you know, so. And we just got to be ready to receive yes. it, you know, believe it and be ready to receive it. It's all we have to do. So, so we received it today. So anybody want to give us the car? <laughs> <laughs> so God that's is just good. so good, though, you know. Amen. Bless the He's Lord. so good. So. I think I've shared all that I wanted to share for today. Do you guys have any final thoughts for our listeners? I think it's great. I just think I want to encourage them to just expand your thoughts bigger than you've ever thought before. Um, And bigger than that. Yeah. Because God is everywhere. Yeah. 
the enemy's not. Yeah. Don't get that twisted. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I just imagine, uh, like, me making it to the ocean and seeing how little I was compared to that big old ocean. Like, yeah. God can take me a million places than I've ever thought of from being whenever I was in addiction yeah. to where I am now. Like, I'm so thankful God has opened my eyes and opened my horizons to think bigger. Amen. And every year it gets bigger and bigger to what he's doing in our lives. So I'm thankful. I just say keep going forward. Keep yes. uh, listening to God. Use, listen to that discernment. And don't just put them on the shelf. Use them every day. That's yeah, right. That's it. That's good. <laughs> yes. That's good. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we yes. thank you guys for joining us. Yes. Um, Lisa, do you want to pray over our listeners as we close yes. it out? Mm. We're going to pray with you guys. and yeah. Father God, I just come to you today, Lord, and I thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. Father God, I just pray that you continue to expand our listeners, Lord. I pray that they share this, Lord. I pray that they were touched by the word that we have yes, for them God. today, Lord. I pray that whatever they're going through or whatever they're hindering with, Lord, that you open doors for them, Lord bigger doors than what they can even imagine. Lord, I pray for us throughout this week. Lord, I pray for the families and the kids that are going out for the celebrations this week. Lord, I just pray that you keep us healthy, humble, and I pray that you just show up and be the big God that you are. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 We love you guys, and we'll see you next week on Ladies Ladies Talk Talk Podcast. Podcast.